Hola, hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of 81 Comadres, where nothing's off the table cuando estás entre comadres. If you are looking to purchase ads of 831 or on 831 Comadres, uh, please go ahead and reach out to our producer, Oz, at saladbites.com. That's Oz at saladbites, B-Y-T-E-S dot com. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode of 831 Comadres. Finally. 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 We got, you know what? El día que me muera, te voy a mandar a que me traigas la muerte. <laughs> because it took forever. And like what, two months? To get you in studio. Two, I think más que eso. Okay. Two and a half. Two and a half. Say. Okay, let's just say three. three. <laughs> <laughs> but we are very excited to have. David Rodriguez. Yay. No, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Hey, Pepe. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I didn't know that one. That's just, you know, it's the homie. I've known Pepe. Well, I've known David for a while. So, again, yeah. introduce yourself, David. Yeah, no, Pepe is my childhood nickname. <laughs> um, but my name is David Rodriguez, and I'm a multimedia journalist with the local Salinas, California paper. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And if y'all don't know, who David is, but you follow the comadres, you have seen oh. his incredible work all over our social medias, our Instagram story on our Instagram mm-hmm. page. Um, and then all those beautiful pictures that get taken at all the marches, yep. um, the rallies, the protests, the beautiful work that you had did um, regarding um, Vanessa Guillen, just everything. Todo, that, todo. From education. Eastside to Seaside, from, you know, COVID with the Eastside y todo, it's just been after one thing after another, yeah. which is beautiful work that you've been doing you. and yeah. putting that out there for everyone to see. Like, this is not, this is not like rainbows. It's not rainbows and butterflies, like we said. It's, you know, it's, it's life. And yeah. this is what needs to be introduced to us. And okay. you, you've done that, which and, is beautiful. And to be able to do that in the community that I grew up in, it, it, to me, it's like I couldn't imagine doing anything else. I get to shine light on this beautiful community of Salinas. I get to meet wonderful people like you're, like both of you guys, like yeah. us. I met them today. Um, and just continue to do this great work because Salinas is a beautiful community. And mm, thank yes. you. Yeah, and I'm proud <laughs> to be covering it. We definitely agree with that. Um, we love our city, man. We love Salinas. We love being from here, and we're very proud to be from here. And we're also very proud to like shine the light on like local people mm-hmm. around here that are doing the, the damn, damn thing. thing. Yeah. Like, yes. and that's you. So, yeah. um, not only um, do you do photography, and you're um, um, a, a visual um, media journalist, but um, you're also a journalist as well, right? You yeah. also do writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and you've interviewed me one or two times for a couple stories. <laughs> I introduced him to you. Yes. I couldn't say that. <laughs> So the first time I met David was at the Brown Issues pop-up. Shout out to Brown Issues. Which we still want them on here too. Yes, I was going to say that, man. We're just going (laughs) to manifest that and put it out there on air. We are looking for you to come and be guests on A31 Comadres. So hit us up. Um, Everyone should have a dream, right? That's our dream. That's one of our goals. We're putting it out there into the world. We're coming up on the the one-year anniversary that um, Brown Issues Mm -hmm. came to Salas for their pop-up. And that was when I had met you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you actually interviewed me um, for a piece that you had did for that, for the California. And, it's, mm-hmm. and you did the, the article as mm-hmm. well as the beautiful photography for that. And I was like, damn, he's good. I don't, <laughs> I don't got no double chin or nothing. <laughs> nature. Yeah. No, good was, angles. And that was in the beginning of my career with the California. And that's when I started finding a voice for my, not only for my photography, but for my writing. I realized the issues that I wanted to cover and the people and organizations that, that I wanted to ha- highlight. And the interview that I had with you was exceptional. I saw, I love interviewing people that have that kind of passion. Mm-hmm. And you could see it, like, right away you could tell someone that it's going to be an amazing interview because mm-hmm. they just can't <laughs> stop talking about the yeah, issue. I don't and stop I love, talking. And I love that. <laughs> and that's when I started finding a voice for my writing. And that's why the Salinas, um, I'm blessed to be at the Salinas, California, because we're a small newsroom. Mm-hmm. So they need any kind of help. So like, David, you could do this. All right. Right. Oh, Can you yeah. take some photos? Take some photos. So they're preparing me for my future endeavors and to be able to succeed in any publication that I could work with in yeah. the future. So let's let's bring it back just a little bit. Tell us for those people who don't know, let's just dial it back. And I know Frenchie knows the story <laughs> and like y'all go back to like the high school days and even further than we that. We used to do right? celebrate beer pongs. <laughs> oh my goodness. But tell us a little bit about you, David. Like who are you? Where did you I mean, we all know, but tell our hundreds of listeners out there in podcast land who we live. Who you are, who you really <laughs> yes, are. Yes, who are you? Um, no comment on the BP. <laughs> um, my name is David Rodriguez. I was born in Orange County, California. When I was about one month old, I moved to Aguascalientes, Mexico with my okay. mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't. She was just a hardworking farm worker over here, so she wasn't able to kind of take care of us. So she sent us to mi mama grande, my my grandma, mm-hmm. and she raised me till I was eight years old. So I pretty much grew up in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then when I came and growing up over there. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, <clears throat> so I grew up and Spanish was my first language. So growing up over there and coming over here kind of built this perspective and made me feel very comfortable being here, mm-hmm. not knowing English, but seeing the people, seeing how rich the culture over here was kind of compared a little compared to what Mexico was. Mm-hmm. And then kind of third grade, moved to Sherwood Elementary School. Shout yes. out to that school. Sherwood Sharks. It's What's very up? underrated. That's where I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we become rich and famous, we're going to be like, yeah, we all went to the same elementary school yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I, ever since I was eight, third grade, Mr. Ramos, he kind of started showing me the ropes mm-hmm. of what schooling was in the United States. And from there on, you know. I'm here now, you know, not thinking I was going to graduate high school to going to Harnell College, making it out of Harnell College, and then getting into San Francisco State University, not being able to afford San Francisco State University, so I had to commute every day for two years, and my teacher saw the commitment that I had, and just the people around me saw that, and after finding out what I wanted to do, which was photojournalism. I didn't know that I wanted to do that till I graduated Harnell College. <laughs> okay. And once I went to San Francisco State, it was a game changer. Kim Kamenich, that guy's my mentor. He was my photography teacher, my journalist teacher at San Francisco State University. I owe him a lot. And if you're hearing this, I'm going to send you a link to this. 
I love that. David, you've always been a sweet (laughs) sweetheart, dude. You're a sweetheart. I love it. That's so amazing. I mean, you gave us like your whole story in a nutshell. I have so many questions. (laughs) Sorry. No, 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 don't be sorry. Um, So you were born in Orange County. And then at about a month old, you moved to Aguascalientes. Mm -hmm. You were raised by your grandmother there till you were eight years old. And then when you were eight years old, you moved here to Salinas. Mm -hmm. And you've been here ever since, essentially. I've been here ever since. Okay. All right. So this is home to you then, right? This is like, yeah, the longest you've ever. That's amazing. I love that Spanish is your first language, too. Do you feel that... for me, I, I recently came to the realization, Spanish was my first language as well growing up, mm-hmm. um, and I recently came to the realization that, like, I we're robbed, right? Like, I, <laughs> I live with this robbery every day of my life, but I am able to communicate better now, and I feel more comfortable communicating in English than I do in Spanish. Same. And that made me so sad. Mm-hmm. I was very, very... Yeah. Um, saddened by that because i got asked to be a translator and i was like it was like that meme you know what i mean like oh everyone says yeah i'm a fluent spanish speaker until they get you in a boardroom and then you're like damn soy del rancho like (laughs) Um, my spanish is straight up bocha that's what that's what my spanish is i think it'll sound like a hundred percent like i know like i'm on like muy chingona talking right and Mm -hmm. next thing you know i'm like oh así no se dice me i'm like well that's the way I know it's not, you know, like, shoot, like, you yeah. understood me, right? You understood All me, right? All right, so we're good. But the the reason that I bring up the, the language um, thing, not just because it's interesting to me that Spanish was your your, your first language, but also because, like, um, in your field that you love some more, in infernal photojournalism, it, like, transcends language, right? It's its own language, mm-hmm. and you don't have to speak you know, the same language or dialect to understand what it is that you're trying to convey in your photos. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that is really what separates um, good photographers from people who take pictures, maybe, you know what I mean, is really being able to capture like a sentiment or a feeling or um, a a moment, right? Understanding that this next frame, that's going to be the important moment, right? Um, And the way that you're able to do that, I think is like so amazing. Like, when did you first pick up a a, a camera? I picked up a camera when I was, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> because I I wish I could have given you that cliche of like mi abuelo, you know, handing me down his film camera, and I started photographing when I was twelve years old, you know, thirteen, mm-hmm. fourteen, but no, I didn't. Um, I picked up a camera and I officially started taking photos when I was twenty. Yeah, I think that's when I took my first photography class. And a little funny thing about that, I dropped out of my first photography class because I couldn't afford a camera. Really? Yeah, yeah. So when I was 20 years old, um, I Did was already... Did you take it at Hartnell? I took it at Hartnell with okay. Eric Bossler. Another shout out to Eric <laughs> But I was taking photos with just my phone. And mm-hmm. this is why we got to support our children and just all the, our kids. Yes. One of my buddies told me, hey, you take really nice photos of flowers. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I, I I could do something. What? Someone gave me a compliment? <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's like, crazy. Damn. That's crazy. And I, after that, I just became fixated on photographing, like, the gardens in Salinas. Like, all the beautiful. Oh, I could like, take you to a good garden in Salinas. We'll talk after. <laughs> so it just started with a simple compliment. And after that, I just kind of became fixated on, like, all the things that happened in my life. Like, my friends getting shot, you know, and 
growing up in Mexico and not having any memory of Mm -hmm. my of growing up there. And I'm like, you know, if I if I would have discovered photography at an earlier age, I would have been able to document all these important Mm -hmm. factors in my life growing up. And I would have been able to look back and tell my kids, like, this is what kind of brought me to this Mm -hmm. point. Yeah. And that's why, like. I started late, but it's better late than never. But yeah. it happened for a reason. Yeah, yeah and it happened exactly. for a reason. And look yeah. at you now. Yeah. I yeah. always feel, and I say this to a lot of, of people, I say that, you know, I, I feel <clears throat> that the universe is constantly conspiring to put you on the path to your highest self. Yeah. So, like, if your boyfriend keeps on cheating on you, like, find a new boyfriend. <laughs> like, the, the universe the is trying right to tell there, like, you, stop. like, stop. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> Bitch, like, open your eyes. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, like, it's those things, like, no matter what happens, you know what I mean? And where this, like, crazy life takes us, like, the universe is constantly conspiring to try to, for you to become the best version of yourself. So it was that little, you know, thing, like you're saying, that one little uh, compliment that you were like, oh, wow, I can do something? Like, was it from a girl? No, no, it was Oh, okay, never mind. I was going to my... say, I could write you a cliche no, no, <laughs> a story was... right now. That could be a great cliche story. <laughs> no, it was from one of my buddies. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you you um, were saying that you you dropped out of your first photography class because you couldn't afford it and then you dropped out of your or you dropped out of um san francisco state initially because you couldn't afford it no No, you were commuting oh you had to commute for two years oh okay okay, no no but you were kind of in the right track where i was thinking of not actually going to Mm -hmm. sfsu because it's expensive and mom can i really do the commute Mm -hmm. yeah and my mom just Full on said, I'm right here. You don't mm. have to pay rent. Just get your degree. And yeah. I'm like, wow. I owe a lot to that. I owe a, a lot to love that. Again. A mama's love again. I could feel that. Yeah. I um, I think it was Orlando. Shout out Orlando Osorio from Torta Salcien. We're still awaiting the election results. <laughs> but um, we, um, I had spoken to him one time and he had said the hard work is really not the hard work. Like, you know what I mean? For people like us that like come from the struggle, right? Like once, so, like the hard work is not what scares us. It's like, man, once I get in, like that's the hard part is like getting in. Once I can, once I get in, like then that's, you know yeah. what I mean? Then that's just when the work begins and we're yeah. just used to work. Like yeah. that's just what we do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know why that conversation that I had with him really came to the forefront of my mind when you said that, because it's like, Again, I felt like, you know, the hard part was getting into San Francisco State University, right? That mm-hmm. was the hard part was yeah. like doing all the transfer requirements and the application and FAFSA and mm-hmm. like, all I don't know anyone stuff. who's ever done that before. Yeah. And like, they're asking for tax information mm-hmm. and like, m- my lady's only open from January to April. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, where do I get this? Um, but yeah, and then once you got in, like that's just that's the work, yeah. and yeah, and it's still hard, but that's just what we're used to, right? Yeah, like, I couldn't have said it better just, myself, and especially being like a first generation, kind of being the first one in my family to make it that far. I couldn't tell my my older sisters like, oh, how do you fill up this sheet, or how do you fill this up? And mm-hmm. it's kind of, um, it's a learning experience. For it yourself. is a learning yeah. experience for yourself, but. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I have the tools now, you know. Luckily, I have a camera, a film camera that I've been waiting to keep. Just if I ever have a little chiquillo, you know, a little kid, just give it to him. Even though I wasn't able to get it. I'm I'm trying to set that standard now. 
That's so beautiful. That makes me, see, look at it. I'm like, you're growing up. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> I am so happy for no, you. Is, Ugh. Oh, I love no, this it. That's so amazing. I, I love you guys are making me open up. You guys are incredible. Oh. <laughs> do you know what's funny, too, at the Brown Issues, I told you about the podcast that I wanted yeah. to do with Mirauda. Yeah. yeah. Again? One month. I wasn't surprised. You know, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that you, this was going to be a thing. I didn't know it was going to be a, like, a... a Co-op. Yeah, <laughs> no, so much beautiful like this. But, yeah. yeah, it's uh, we're coming up on our one year yeah, as well of like us. <laughs> our initial, the initial. Well, I mean, Frenchie's been thinking about this for a long time, but the time where she initially like said it out loud and then said to me, "Are you down?" and then we got coffee at the Bearded Bean, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were once we decided we were gonna do it. We didn't know how we were gonna do it. We just knew we were gonna do it. <laughs> it was gonna you happen. Know what I mean? That was like, is that? Similar to, does yeah. that ring about yeah. you? You're of like, course. You I just don't do know. it. You just go for it. You don't even think about it. You I just like, like talk. Exactly. For us, because she was like, do we go on Amazon and buy mics? I'm like, bitch, I don't got money for that. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I was I just know. like, dude, like, I, let's just do it. Like, I, you know, I was like, I was like, we should talk to someone because I don't know anything about downloads or like uploading information mm-hmm. to the Internet. Like, I'm muy apenas. I use my Instagram. You know what I mean? It's like, like I we've said before, it's not what like, you know, it's who you know. We've yeah. said it plenty of times. on Yeah. But putting um, effort into into your passion, I think, is also what really is going to drive it forward. So yeah. was that class in your 20s? Was that the thing where you were like, like, nah, like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to come back and take this class or like what what was that? What was the trigger that made you be like, I want to do this? Like, Ma- this like maybe me. I can turn this into career. Yeah. Like who? It was my photography instructor. Eric Boster was the first one that made me understand photography and just kind of talked to me about like, oh, I can make a career off of this, mm-hmm. you know? And I was not thinking I was going to work for the local paper back then, but just showing me the beautiful, he explained to me the power of visuals and mm-hmm. the power of just understanding light and understanding moments. And he, that kind of gave me a new appreciation for life, understanding how fast a moment could leave you. Yeah. And, you know, and if you do capture that moment, how happy it could make a lot of people. Yeah, because um, pictures say a thousand words and you capture yeah. a lot of thousand words. Yeah, <laughs> and that's when, I, that's when I started thinking, I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, I'm, I'm a bit insecure of, you know, not being able to speak English properly. I'm a little insecure of not being able to communicate, you know, sometimes. But photography, I'm able to document and capture something. And like you said before, capture emotions mm-hmm. that speak to different languages and like hundreds of different people. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful yeah. thing. And yeah, Eric Bosser was the one that showed me that. Yeah, photography transcends language, you know? It's yeah. like math. Math is like the univer- universal language. Everyone Fucking understands numbers. Like, <laughs> Sorry, um, like, I hate math. I know, that was not my strong Sorry. suit. Anytime anyone brings up math, I was like, I know how much money I don't have in my two bank account. Two plus two account. is four. I can't <laughs> afford that Chanel bag. No, I cannot. Like, no. <laughs> that's that's all I need to be worried about. Yeah. So that's super dope. What um is? Do you have a favorite subject matter? Yeah, uh, I love photographing just people because mm-hmm. I know you have landscape photographers, you have all these other different kinds of portrait, you have abstract photographers. I love fo- photographing people and just any function. Like, I'm always looking at moments, and whenever I see a lady holding her dog and she's eating her espresso, and then I paint, I paint, I get the photo and I paint it and I photograph that. 
I think it's a beautiful moment. And she might, why are you photographing me? I'm like, oh, because it's a nice moment. You're yeah. having your dog <laughs> and your coffee. It's a, it's a privilege sometimes. And I love mm-hmm. photographing these moments. And that's the, the funniest thing. I want to n- tell people that if I'm photographing you, I'm seeing something like I'm seeing an <laughs> image happen. Yeah. And I'm more than happy uh, yeah. to show you the image. You just have yeah. to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've surprised me with some pictures, dude. Honestly, like you haven't shown me the pictures you've taken of us. But after I see them, the after work, I'm like, damn, OK. You know what? That was the other thing I was going to say about about what I very much appreciate you as a photographer as well is that um, I've been I worked I, I went to school in L.A. and I, I worked in <laughs> Hollywood. And so um, I have had the experience before where they're like kind of clumsy photographers you know what i mean where you're no, you know that they're there to like document things that are happening or whatever like but they kind of no they just kind of get in the way of like what is happening mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying yeah. or they'll like maybe someone is in the middle of a circle and they're you know doing something and they'll come up into the circle and get really down low yeah. and like you know what i'm saying and like and they just that to me maybe clumsy is not just the right get in the word, way but just yeah you're in you're in the shot of everyone else as yeah. well. See, Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And one of the things that I really love about your photography style is that like I see you walking around with cameras and stuff, but like you're not in anyone's space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and you're not taking up space you're within the moment yeah. either, yeah. right? Um and I think also again that's something in my opinion and I mean just another woman's stupid opinion. I, I don't have it. I'm not basing this on anything. <laughs> um but there's a again there's a distinction of of people who are able to to not just capture those moments and take amazing photographs and and you know and not just take pictures um but also um existing in those spaces and not taking away from those spaces or taking away from those moments you know what i mean like um i hate watching people's wedding like the videographer (laughs) and then there's like the videographer is getting them and you see the photographer in the background like half the time you know what i mean i'm like oh thank god for my video not being like that though Uh -uh. you know like that and i don't again one woman's stupid opinion i don't know how hard it is to do a question though david (laughs) like all right did you ever imagine yourself doing like now you're speaking about wedding photos and everything (laughs) did you ever see yourself doing photos like that or did you ever always want to just capture what's in the moment right now what was in the moment? What's yeah, in the moment? Yeah. Okay, you can't see yourself like taking the pictures in Tony Viento with the wedding dress no, and everything. No, definitely not. No, <laughs> yeah. I think more, more realistic. Martin yeah. Luther King and just all these great moments in history mm-hmm. and me being there for those moments yeah. and Which just you've not, captured a lot. Not being able to miss those moments. Yeah, okay. On. Just I was just curious. I was just thinking because I was looking at your work the yeah. other day. I was like, I wonder if you ever thought, you know, yeah. like because. I got a job for you. Yeah. In, just in casos, get it. In grado casos, you change like, your I mind. I got you. No. I got you. I yeah, got no, you. But I'm able to do in, any kind of work. But okay. just this, this is what drives me. But that's what me. that's what yeah. you love to do. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, you're not going to tell your little cousin who's graduating from high school you're not going to do his senior portrait, but mm-hmm. you prefer to do those. You know what I mean? No, like if he <laughs> really needs it, I'm there for him. I'm exactly. always there like for him. Like if you're going to go in the ocean and swim, like a summer mar- marathon or something in the Pacific, yeah. then I got you. I'm Got you, right? Coming out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime like anyone mermaid. says pictures of coming out of the water, it just reminds me of Bond Girls. What's Bond Girls? But 
James Bond? Oh, yeah, I'm thinking you know, like Baywatch. Like Bond girls, yeah. And they come out, out the water. The, the pool, and like with the, yeah. yeah, it's always, it's, it's in every the James Bond hair. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> no, but back to your point on photographers sometimes do invade like people's personal space. And I, and I apologize when I do that. But it's all about understanding the moment. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do have to get in front of the action and get in front of that the the protester throwing a rock and photographing that passion that and moment. anger of like yep. why he's angry why he's protesting mm-hmm. but then there's moments where it's an intimate space we're all talking about why we're there and our feelings and just so really understanding the moment and people's emotions mm-hmm. it's really key to being a photographer because yeah. when we were at Brown Issues if I would have been in the um, people were just expressing themselves and if i would have gone in and expressed myself with my with taking with clicking it wouldn't have been the best moment yeah but if you see me at rallies i'm right there in the yeah, front exactly. taking photos um so yeah but i do but again moment. like in in rallies we're like looking forward mm-hmm. and like the energy is all moving forward yeah. and stuff and there's a, a you know that the, the space like you said the space is different and understanding the energy and the space and what is um um yeah, I, I, I was going to say, what is an invasion as yeah. opposed to um, a slight inconvenience for like a good shot? You know what I mean? And you don't want to invade a moment, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, yeah, so I really, really, um, I love that, that. Yeah, again, I and I appreciate that. And in all the spaces that we've held together and stuff like that, and then I go back and I look at the photographs, and I actually, I love it when you show up because then I'm waiting, like, on IG for the yeah. pictures to drop, you know what I mean? And then like, seeing yeah. things from those angles, too, one of the ones, and we've talked about it on the show before, actually, when we were with... Um, our episode with Unidos, if you guys want to go back and check <laughs> that out. Um, Regal was talking about the shot that you had um, captured when we um, we were in front of the Rodeo when we did the Vanessa Guillen yeah. uh, oh, march. some amazing yeah. and that, photos I did. that photograph that you captured oh. of the Army veteran that had the, the American homies, yeah. flag denim jacket on. And he was like holding his hands in the mm-hmm. back of... Um, Behind his back. Behind his back. He was crisscrossing them, his fingers. Yeah, Yeah, and I just, his hands were kind of worn a Mm -hmm. little bit. So Mm -hmm. for you to catch, like, the focus kind of being there, and then you could see, you know. The background of what's going on. Exactly, and that it was a a moment, right? And something was being happening in front of him but just the angles that you're able to capture things you that captured is really yeah. really beautiful and again um shout out to rigo he had brought that up when when they were here um in their on their episode and talking about you know like you know those great photographic moments um yeah. do you see yourself as how, how would you describe your yourself in relation to your work? Like, I know sometimes people like put labels on things, you know, oh, activist or, you know, this, that or the third. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I when I was doing the research for this episode and I kind of looked back mm-hmm. and saw some of the body of your work, mm-hmm. I really the word that came to mind was like documentarian. Yeah. Um, do you see yourself as someone who is not just, um, like a photojournalist or a visual media journalist, but also like a documentarian? No, most definitely a documentarian, but in plain terms, I think the word that I'm always striving for is just being a solution based photographer Mm -hmm. and journalist as a whole and photographing things that kind of empower people. 
and being that documentarian of what's going on and getting those moments that always empower not only whether it be a homeless person whether it be a farm worker mm -hmm. whether it be a rich person in monterey treating everyone kind of equally and highlighting the best which brings me to my next point. I was going to bring that up right now, too. I was like, girl, let's just go. When you said that, um, David, you are very modest <laughs> because uh, <laughs> we haven't brought up the fact that you are a Catch Lake Bay Area local fellow for the year 2020. So yes. snaps and claps all around for that. And people who are not familiar um, with the Catch Lake Fellowship, they are what they and I'll read this from their, I got this directly from their uh, webpage, a place for innovative leaders in the visual storytelling field. Watch out, you're yeah. a leader. Exactly. Watch out. I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm proud of the you. The homie, share with sharks. <laughs> We're visual storytelling leaders. You feel me? <laughs> from Salinas. From 831, what's good? And the it. Panthers from Hartnell. And yeah. what's the mascot? San Gators. Francisco? Gators, all right. right. I, I can get down with the yeah. Gators, all yeah. right. Well, you guys are cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You're such a thumbsucker. So, <laughs> you love me. I do, I do. Um, so the Catchlight uh, Fellowship, there's basically two chapters, right? There's mm -hmm. a local chapters. One is a Chicago chapter, and then the other is a Bay Area chapter. So you were um, a member of that. The You're a fellow, right? Yeah. That's the official title you get, right? Um, and so they say that the Catchlight Local Fellows is a, a visual um, initiative that seeks to reseed visual storytelling at the local level by connecting, quote, powerful visual journalists directly with local newsrooms and community members. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So again, you're a powerful visual journalist. <laughs> it is chingon. <laughs> Simple words. I don't know about chingon, but I... Just take it with you. <laughs> hey, if I, I was it, you, it. I'd put that on my resume, bro. <laughs> chingon. Those are just great. Yeah, I just copy and paste that whole thing. Um. So again, so for people who aren't familiar with the Catchlight and the Catchlight Fellowship, their initiative is for, uh, their long-term goal is to like transform local newsrooms and media landscapes with new community-based visual practices yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. um so that just so tell us how that came around right into what you just said yeah. solution-based storytelling no and um Como pasó? yeah um <laughs> thank you for bringing that out uh catchlight what catchlight is trying to do um they're trying to kind of connect visual storytellers to newsrooms so in plain terms they're trying to get photographers jobs mm -hmm. and they're trying to show the newsrooms and just people the power of photography and they and that's basically what they did with the salinas california and their mission it's kind of the bottom i'm the embodiment i was just so gonna say mission. that yeah they they try to get these new, uh, talented visual storytellers into the newsroom and hopefully get a long term job going. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing, and thanks to them in partnership with us with Catchlight, which is a visual media nonprofit organization. I committed to a long term project documenting experiences of immigrant families following the outbreak of COVID nineteen, okay. and it's thanks to them that I was able to take the time and work on these stories that a lot of not only 
people here in Monterey County are experiencing, but people all over the state and mm-hmm. all over the country are experiencing right now. Yeah. And Beautiful. I think that it's um it's one of those things that like your storytelling and the things that you're highlighting, um, it I feel like Salinas is one of those places where like you're telling our story and yeah, you're talking about Salinas and farm workers here and maybe like lettuce or you're talking about people in Watsonville and strawberries, but like you could be talking about or talking to people in Oxnard picking strawberries or people in Bakersfield Mm -hmm. that están trabajando la cosecha ya or, you know, fill in the blank wherever, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, you, these topics that you're talking about, it really um, are things that are, like you said, are affecting um, farm working communities communities all over the country Mm -hmm. is what we should say and we just so happen to live in one of the meccas of that we are a hot spot we are a farm working community and we have a multi-billion dollar ag is it trillion dollar billion dollar i would say trillion is it i don't even know the number it's a whole bunch of money a billion i think we're not good with we're not good with numbers (laughs) and math but again i said at the top of the hour it's a lot of money (laughs) you know what i mean so this is like you've got the subject matter right here right but just because you're talking about selena's doesn't necessarily mean that you know people from all over the state can't relate to this you're just really shining a light on the um the disproportionate um effect that covid is having yeah. on this particular segment yeah. um of our community mm-hmm. right or of our population we should say because it's our community here in salinas but it's the overall farm working community population across our country yeah and and not only i know my the f- people i focus are farm workers mm-hmm. but these issues are not only affecting farm workers they're affecting your average joe living in idaho you know mm-hmm. and it, it's affecting people throughout the whole country so working even though, class people working class people mm-hmm. so even though my focus is farm workers and we'll get out, and we'll get out later on i'll talk about why farm workers mm-hmm. but your average working person could relate to needing to go to a food bank losing their job because you know there's no more work yeah and fear of losing your job because of covid yeah you know farm workers have a different reason why they fear losing their job yeah but it it, it all interwinds in a sense yep it all ties in together it all ties in exactly definitely exactly so i mean just tell us why and a lot of your subject matter is like our our raza, yeah. like you know what I mean, and it's like local struggle. Like, do you feel that that resonates with you because you're like you grew up in the struggle and stuff? Is that why it resonates with you, or yeah, no, that's, I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's, <laughs> no, 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 that's definitely the reason why these stories resonate with me so much because, um, growing up. That I face these certain racial disparities that I hate to say that are still very present to this day. Yeah, and the re- and COVID nineteen has just exacerbated and just made them more known to people. Mm-hmm. So me highlighting these issues of food insecurity, you know, not knowing w- where my next nutritional meal is coming. You know, growing up, I had saltine crackers and ketchup. That's what I ate. Sometimes I have good days, and I know we all. So yep. we all have our yeah. struggles. Yep. And housing crisis, living in 
rooms, you know, multiple rooms with my mom. It was like my mom and my sister and I were on a crusade to find the room <laughs> growing up and then trailers, um, working conditions, mm-hmm. you know, the different working conditions that the farm workers kind of go through. I worked at Taylor Farms for two weeks, two weeks. Mm-hmm. I was eating a burrito. This is completely off track. Sorry. I was eating no, a burrito don't. and then my mom had me, me, me Paco. I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Fresh and out I, of high school, and I think huh? it was New Year's, yeah. and I was I was in the cafeteria with, with a bunch of older women, and we're all just yeah on the pacas. It's always pacas. señoras. Yeah. So I realized always some, señoras in yeah. the pacas. <laughs> and that's the moment I realized like education is important, and I need to quit this job because it's tough. My feet were wet, my back was hurting. I was moving barrels with a bunch of vegetables. I need to go back to school, and I need to get my education because I can't. Aff- I just I don't know. I, this can't be my life. Yeah. So these working conditions and then the last one, the inequity in our education, like not to knock like I love Sherwood Elementary School, but these kind of schools don't have the resources mm-hmm. and that other schools in the peninsula might have. Mm-hmm. And I and that's why I've experienced these and I resonate with them so much because I, I went through them. And it's a shame that kids are still going through them. And if yeah. nothing is, if we if these stories aren't told, and if people like yourselves, like, don't talk about it, like, we're not going to get anywhere. Like, yeah. I write the, the, this stuff, but it's up to people who are who care about other people to, to take action and share yeah, and talk about it. Exactly. That's why this, what you guys have here, um, it's beautiful. And Thank you. We're so proud to like bring you on and yeah. to talk about the work that yeah. you're doing because I think it's so important. And I, you know, and I think we, you know, I think I speak for all of us in this room. We all have a story like that of mm-hmm. like the, you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. that memory yeah. of like, I remember there not being that much to eat that one time or, mm-hmm. or several times or, you know what I mean? Like, um, I was yeah. reading something the other day and they talk about like, uh, they were saying that, they were tired of like people making excuses for like, uh, you know, like privileged people, especially privileged Anglo people. And they talk about like, oh, but they just don't know any better. And it was like, I have post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm not I wasn't supposed to grow up in the hood watching my friends get shot and opening up the refrigerator to no food. But no one yeah. wants to talk about that. Right. Yeah. And I was like, dang, it's so true. It's you know what truth. I mean? Like exactly. people with privilege are like, oh, poor me. But it's like, dude, like we really grew up in struggle. No, like I remember That's sharing why- rooms, sharing house with my aunts and uncles and my cousins. And then when waking up in the middle of the night, stepping over people, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I wait, you know, yeah. like you would hear like my hand or whatever. So like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. And it's like you said, people don't want to acknowledge it, but you bringing that out to light. It's like, it's people been there. Living it's like there. That. It's, we need to talk about, it. we need yeah. to speak upon it. Cause yeah. Action needs to be done. Yeah. Here in Salinas, there are more children that are by the McKitty Vito uh, standards <clears throat> that are homeless than San Francisco and San Jose com- combined. Yep. There are more Dang. home, there's a higher percentage of yeah. homeless student population within the city of Salinas limits yeah. than there are in San Francisco and, and San Jose combined. Yeah. Um, because over overcrowding is considered a uh, homelessness because mm-hmm. it's considered housing insecurity. And that is a huge factor um, here in Salinas, right? Is yeah. the, the, and our, our housing crisis is the overcrowding condition. So, no, and that's one of the defining factors to why 
Monterey County has such a high um, COVID-19 rate of numbers. Um, cases, we're still in like right? in cases, purple, yeah, right? Yeah, no, we're still purple? in the purple tier. We've been in the purple tier. Because of overcrowding. And mm-hmm. why nine, the zip code 93905 is one of the biggest mm-hmm. affected. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because most of them are farm workers and most of them have to sublet to make to pay rent mm-hmm. and most of them have to live in these crowded places because there's they they can't they afford, can't afford anything, anything else, else. And yeah it's sad that this is that it's sad but latinos have built these survival skills mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and i said that's not the hard yeah, part no. yeah it's not the that's hard not part no. no getting here is not the hard part no. it's living in these conditions that's yep. the hard part yeah. and then we just managed to do it and then our parents with their wings cut still managed to give us wings and mm-hmm. send us off to college and watch us fly yeah. like you know They'll what i mean anything. it's like exactly. it's insane it's insane the resilience of our people and then i think about it and i'm like no it's not insane because we are our ancestors are the native people of this Mm -hmm. land and there's been genocide of Mm -hmm. our people for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and we are the resilient seeds like Mm -hmm. we are we are meant to be here actually um this is why it's easy for us because we're resilient that's what we do it's in our blood it's in our dna this is what we're meant to do is is to survive so yeah um but up it, on the catch a light, también, like how long how long was that project for? How long did it last? Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah, no, uh, sorry. Like <laughs> that's the read también. Yeah, Tenemos que preguntar. We're here. <laughs> yeah, it, it was supposed to be a five month um like fellowship. Okay. But due to the fires, due to the election, just due to Oh, everything. Due to a lot of crazy things that happened in twenty twenty. COVID. <laughs> due <to> COVID. <laughs> this, it, it just got extended more. So I'm actually working on the last story, which Ooh. yeah, it's a four part series. Can we know? That, yeah, of course. Oh, okay, I'm like <laughs> it's a four part series. The first one focused on food insecurity, second one on the housing crisis the mm-hmm. third one on the working hazardous conditions mm-hmm. and the fourth one, the inequity in our education. The fifth one is kind of more lighthearted. It focuses on the power of journalism okay. and mm-hmm. what these stories have done to the families that I've worked with. Yeah. You know, thankfully some people have come up and just donated a couple of diapers, food, oh, whatever they can. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the story is going to focus on. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. Mutual yeah. aid is so beautiful. Yeah. 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 Um, when you were talking earlier about like Catchlight and you were saying like the like the long and the short of it is they're trying to find journalists, like f- or photographers and photojournalists jobs. Like yeah. um you went to school and graduated from San Francisco State University. You yeah. graduated in 2019. Yeah. 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 2019? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Dang, dude. Yeah, see, just, I did do some your... good research. Yeah. Dang. It's because, like, <laughs> yeah. damn, that's like. Yeah, and that's why it's a blessing because it's rare to get out of college yeah. and find a job in a newsroom. It's good for you, really David. really freaking rare. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I also yeah. did some other research. Between the years 2008. Between 2008 and 2017, total newsroom staffing was almost half. 
Yeah. It dropped from 70, approximately 71,000 employees to yeah. 39,000 employees, according to Pew analysts of U.S. Bureau Labor yeah. Statistics data. So essentially between 08 and 2017, like half the people who worked in newsrooms yeah. lost their jobs. Yep. Like. Essentially, that's what I say. And you were like, this is a great time for me to go to college in photojournalism. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I knew the line, the career that I was getting into. I knew the chances of what the chances were going to be of me getting a job. But like you said from the beginning, it's, it's the hard part is getting in. Mm. Yeah. Once you're in on the on that track of whatever it might be, which mine was photojournalism, mm -hmm. there was no stopping me. Yeah. You know, I spend uh, 14 hour days at school sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I and then an hour and a half back. And commute then, yeah, two and then hours. sometimes six hours because the traffic, the traffic. it was two hours Ooh. going there six and then hours four down, hours dude. coming back because I took Damn. the 101. Then I took the uh, 85 so, and then so the was, So it was San Francisco traffic, South San Francisco traffic. Yeah. Then you get all that traffic in front of Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> Ikea. Yes, yeah. I know yes. this. <laughs> and then it's traffic in San Jose. Yeah. And then Morgan Hill. Yeah. And then a little bit in Gilroy. Yeah. And, and then, of course, in Prunedale. Yeah, Prunedale. Because yeah. everyone's got to stop yeah. at there. Yeah. yeah. Before you get in. Then when you yeah. see the red barn, you're like, I'm almost home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, Damn. but like it's all about getting on that track. And once we're on that track, there, there is literally no stopping us. You, all we need is just thing. that one opportunity. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think to yourself, man, I just need to find a girlfriend who lives in Frisco so I can stay two nights in the week? <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. But there was no. I heard she's got her own place. But like, there wasn't even no time for that. Just It was constantly. I didn't. I made two three solid friends over there mm -hmm. like solid friends that I, I i met a lot i have a lot of colleagues mm -hmm. and just classmates your real homies are here in selena so yeah. of course of course <laughs> yeah, yeah but no there was no time for a girlfriend there was just time for work work yeah. what you did yeah Dang. i do have a question though yeah. before you wanted like you this is what your job what you want to do journalism photograph and everything what did you what did you want to go to school for in the beginning what did you like think before like in high school like this is what I want to be when I grow up. A chef. Oh, yeah. that's right. You did want to be a yeah. chef. I remember you yeah. saying that. She's like, wait, now you say that. Yeah, you remember. She's all those brownies. I remember that. No special brownies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no special brownies. No, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny those allegations. <laughs> I do. Okay. That's why yeah. you did want to be a chef. Oh, yeah. damn. And look at you now. Yeah. And then when you decided that you wanted to go to into journalism, like, I know for me, like, when I decided that I was going to be a communications major, like, the very first thing my family would ask me, because, again, we're working class Mexicans, they were like, what are you going to do for a living? Like, where are you going to work? How does that translate into making dollars? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're just like, don't be one of the, oh, you know, so-and-so's kid went off to college, and now they're doing absolutely yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> did you? It's true. I know, yeah, yeah, and beautiful. It's funny that was, that's a great question. It's, it's El pinche tío Juan es un güey. Yeah. No, yeah. El que ni debe de hablar. Yeah. Todos sus hijos ni estudiaron. No. Yeah. I don't even have a tío Juan, so. No, I think I do. It's funny that you mentioned that because to an extent in the beginning, my mom just was happy that I was going to, like, getting my degree. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she didn't ask how much I was going to get paid. She didn't ask. She's just like, 
con que vayas a la escuela. That's yeah. all she needed. Voy yeah. a tener un hijo recibido, yeah. and that's all I want to say. No, Aww, yeah. She she got a lot of from my family, like a photographer. What? Like how can you make a living from that? And yeah. she got a lot, a lot of shit. Shit. Can I say that? Right. Yeah, you yeah. can. No you one can. regulates uh, us. <laughs> and to this day, she's still getting a bit, but now that I'm this photojournalist and I'm working for the local paper, she is the proudest woman ever. Aww. And she said, I didn't know how you were going to make money, but I'm glad you're working and you yeah. have a solid job. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know it's like the Salinas Californian. I mean, but I don't, that's, yeah. that's I don't think you're going to buy a house in Las Palmas <laughs> next week. Like, I'm not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, yeah, it keeps the lights on yeah. and happy and it keeps your creative energies flowing, which I think is important, mm -hmm. right? You're on it. Yes. Um, but <laughs> journalists don't get paid a lot of money, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm able to splurge myself. Sometimes I go and get my oatmeal latte, you know, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm able That's a splurge. You know, and I'm able it's to... It's the simple things. It, it yes. is the simple things. I'm, a, I'm able to just go not be scared of me putting my credit card and buying myself a sandwich. Mm -hmm. That security. Y'all, yeah. he says that with You're the Patagonia so... beanie on right now. No, it's Patagucci. Just... No, David's <laughs> always been the most humblest person that I've known. Yeah. And honestly, you saying those words, it's like... Yeah. All right. I, I've known and I've seen you and we I appreciate that. No, That's sure. very beautiful of you saying that. Yeah, I know. And I think that is also really beautiful because I think that so many times in this country and especially especially so much for first generation, like Mexican Americans and you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. those of us that have the privilege of being born here where oftentimes our parents are not, um, you know, you have this this um like responsibility on your shoulders to like make something of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to make your parents sacrifices quote unquote worth it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that it's difficult because in this country um, and just in society in general, we tie like our worth to like our amount of production. And we tie like our worth and our like our self-worth to the amount of money in our bank accounts mm -hmm. or like our mm -hmm. title or professional job title or like yeah. how much money we make mm -hmm. or we don't make and You know what I mean? And I think so many times, like, um, like, yeah, money does make the world go round and we live in a capitalistic society and we have yeah. to eat, you know, yeah. and, they, yeah. and we have to pay rent. And realistically, it's nice to drive. You know what I mean? Like even just the Honda instead of a bucket, like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But like at the end of the day, I think that being happy really is what's important yeah. and not necessarily making a ton of money, but saying like, I feel fulfilled in the job that I yeah. do. Yeah. Like you're waking um, up every day, not like dreading to go to work. Yeah. And you're like, not even thinking it's your job. You're just thinking I'm here to have a good time. Well, like Step Brothers, like I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I see because I follow you on social media. I see that you're oftentimes will say things like I'm, fortunate enough to be able to cover this yeah. or I'm fortunate enough mm -hmm. to be able to do this or do that. You know what I mean? So the fact that you see that as like a blessing, I'm yeah. fortunate to have this job because motherfuckers got laid off yeah. <laughs> nine years yeah. ago. You know what I mean? Three years ago. And I yeah. hope, and I, this is just to everyone who follows me and to the, my future followers and just to Selena's community. I hope people don't think that it's a hyperbole and I, I'm exaggerating, you know, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Or, oh, I'm so lucky to have this. It's not mm -hmm. an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the real, I am I am lucky to be here. I am You're lucky. You're the real to, deal. I, I am happy to meet you. Mm -hmm. And please understand that every thank you, I mean it with yeah. 
all my heart. Yep. Yeah. That's so sincere. Yeah. I know that. Yep. I could tell yeah. you guys right now, I'm sitting right uh, across from him and I'm looking at his eyes. He is being sincere, uh, ladies. No, he's super I also humble. heard he likes long walks on the beach. Right on no, his bike. Kidding. On his bike, you know, strolling along the, the coast right there. From, you know. from our whole interview, I'm going to say you're going to have to get in good with his mama. Wait. He's got a sister too, so beware. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. Okay, no, sorry, ladies. Sorry. You take it. <laughs> I take all that. My back. apologies to his girlfriend. Sorry, I did not know. sorry, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know you, but hey, we'll, you got we'll a get good to know one. You. Yeah. You, you got a good one. No, Whoever you are she, out there yeah, in podcast no. land, you I guys are both. Yeah, you got a good one. Oh, you know her. I seen pictures. Yeah, Ooh. she's a wonderful fifth grade teacher in Aww. Greenfield. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's she's cool. She, Oh, I David, feel like you're growing so up. Yeah. You are the most humbly, yeah. sweetest guy. No, and you what, know what? Said, what a great little yep. couple y'all make. I I feel like if me and my boyfriend met you guys like at a cocktail party or whatever, <laughs> I would be like, they were, they were the sweetest couple. Oh. He's a photojournalist and she was a fifth grade teacher. They were just the yeah. sweetest, most humble, appreciative. And they're going to take pictures next be- to the garden with their kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, and just quick shout out to her. She oh. is an incredible woman who chooses to teach in greenfield because she knows that she's needed there she wants to mm. 32 of her kids are from farm working families you mm-hmm. know um, 32 of the 35 right th- 32 <laughs> of the 35 yep. and maxed out out there in greenfield schools. and she could teach in spreco she could teach in pacific grove she but could she teach in, and she chooses to that's beautiful yeah so those these that. kind of people just you guys her you're gonna um, have to connect David. us. Yeah, we yeah, sure. we yeah. That's another a future episode too. Somehow we're right? always tied to teachers. No, I know. Right? Education is a big thing here, yeah. and I love it. it was no, she, because yeah. our parents told us that all of us like Latinos, first generation, or even not first generation DACA recipients, all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. our people who immigrated to this country were told that like education is the key to success in this country. And so that's why we're always like, yeah, teachers Mm -hmm. and get your degree and go to college. And I I mean, I went, I didn't all the way succeed, but I got there. (laughs) (laughs) What is, um, in the words of, uh, Ramona Ayala, no hay que llegar primero, pero hay que saber llegar. (laughs) I do have a question, David. So after this Saturday, obviously we all know the great news that now Trumpas is out of office. Well, soon to be. Yeah. Is How? It, let's let's yeah. just keep going. Stop it. I'm going to ask the journalist. Go I ahead. just want to see. Oh, first, let me ask my question. Yeah. How was it in San Francisco with all the vibrations and the energy that you, the pictures that oh, you took? Yeah. I just want to see how, how was that moment in time, that history that yeah. you took part of? No, thank you for asking. Uh, all I can say is the love is real. Oh, and I love that. Just you gave me chills. The connections mm-hmm. and the vibes and just how pe- hope and people were mm. to being happy and celebrating one common thing was mm-hmm. everyone was there to celebrate a new beginning beginning mm-hmm. and just kind of getting this hate and this cloud that was kind of mm-hmm. hovering over, hovering above yeah. us for these past four years i mean mm-hmm. still there yeah but to kind of feel that weight lifted, and I did you see people cry? Yeah, and people were oh, crying, kissing each other. Couples, I don't know, <laughs> strangers <laughs> because of COVID. Yeah, everybody was wearing a mask. Everyone was kind of being safe, and it was a beautiful. T- it's Everyone a beautiful was just happy, huh? Yeah, and it's Wish a beautiful had- time to be alive. I know we say that, but mm. understanding that, yeah, you might not have been born in the eighties or the seventies yeah. or the sixties, and twenty twenty <laughs> might be very uh, not a great year. It's different, but just mm-hmm. making the most of it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I always, I'm starting to think this in, in my mind is that, um, maybe 2020 wasn't the best year. Like, you know, personally people are like, Oh, this was my highlight year or whatever. Right. But it was definitely a historic year and to be alive during historic times, I think is something really special. There's something to be said about that. You know what I mean? To be, to be alive and to be present and and active if you're, you know, so fortunate to, to be active as well, you know, um, in in historic times. I yeah. think there again, there's something to be said about mm-hmm. that. I think that's really awesome and interesting. And yeah. all those like other this is things. something for all of us once like, you know, for your your baby girl and for mm-hmm. our future kids, you and I, David, like this is something that we can share with them. Like, look what your mama did back then look what your dad did look what you like the fact is that you can share these pictures with your kids david Mm -hmm. one day it's gonna be like look what i did back in my day like shit on that now you know like (laughs) you know what and i'm gonna be like and baby girl you see this picture this was taken because by this time i'll be like the David Rodriguez. Exactly. You see this picture right of here. us right here in the, like, in the movie. The We're the original muses. <laughs> exactly. The bumper de Salinas. Yeah. This would be like taken by David. Yeah, exactly. No, this you... is an original David Rodriguez <laughs> photograph. AKA no. um, so. Pepe. Whether I be with the Salinas Californian or the Associated Press or even the New York Times, no matter where I am, Ooh, always, I love that. I'll always be David yeah. Rodriguez, Pepe. I don't know about oh, yeah, you're that, gonna be David Rodriguez, forever. No, <laughs> I feel like that's that's what it's gonna be. You know, like there's names, right? Yeah. Don't forget David about Rodriguez. us. That's basically what we're never, telling you too. Never, never. And you guys don't forget about me. Oh hell no, no dude! This is gonna live in perpetuity on the internet yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and for we're sure. gonna come back to this, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, we knew him yeah. <laughs> for real, for real, bro." <laughs> <laughs> do you ever think about i always think about that like 50 years in the future when like you know when people are like oh let's bring out that digital recording of mom ha 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 because yeah. of course it's going to be some other technology <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah. they're going to be like dude first of all it's all gargly it sounds like shit you know right <laughs> but they're going to like listen back to us and i'm i think about that like you know, we're so fortunate that we have you where we're going to have these amazing photographs mm-hmm. of, you know, of us together, of myself, myself with my daughter, mm-hmm. pictures that you've taken of just our community events that we've helped to organize yeah. and just things that we were a part of right just here in history. our community. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's a little time capsule. And I always think of these episodes as well as like, you know, another little time capsule, right? Yeah. Of like, what can we fit into our like mm-hmm. one hour and 15 minute show that we try to do? You Did know? you ever think in the future, David? Did you want to do like, what is it? Um, like a like a show, an art show with all your like biggest hit photography and like mm. have people just view it. Like, yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. I would be the first in line, to Thank be you. honest with yeah. you. We would be the first in yes. line, like, no. actually covering the whole damn thing live on our Instagram. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Instagram's not going to be a thing, girl. Yeah. <laughs> we ahead. never know. It could yeah. be the new fucking no. MySpace yeah, will come exactly. out again. Yeah. Who knows? Very you know, it would be a comeback. Yeah. Everything makes a comeback nowadays. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking something funny. Anyways, but yeah, so, I mean, would you ever think of doing something like that, like an art show with all your photography, or have you been thinking about it, or am I, I just been, like... It was supposed to be a thing. Thing, but oh. because of COVID, mm. we were supposed to like get a room and put all the stories that I worked on, these four stories, 
and Ooh. kind of bring the community together to well, you could do it outside. Was that part of the Catchlight one? That was part of the Catchlight. Yeah, because they did the November one, yeah. or I mean, uh, they do May and then November, <sighs> right? Yeah. Oh, goodness. But I will be doing a wheat paste, which I, I will be Ooh. getting a wall in Selena's. I've been scoping around Selena's Donuts. If you're interested, <laughs> let me know. Um, but a one where I'm going to do two giant wheat paste, and uh-huh. it's just going to be two photos of mine with some description of the stories that i covered that's cool oh, that'll be coming awesome. soon maybe in two weeks yeah good so, for you david yeah. that'll be Honestly. amazing yeah, that's yeah. super dope yeah, yeah. like we started out from going to late night at denny's and look at you now <laughs> <laughs> would you guys go to the one by the airport where would we go to the one <laughs> either by the mall oh okay no you guys were north like that one time when, the when, did, were yeah. you there when angel ran all the way there no. no, you went there. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. I have good memories of Denny's. The one um, uh, the one by the cemetery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Southside? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. My my cousin, Andrew, in Pazascanse, he used to go there, you know, when they would, like, go out and, like, have late nights and, like, mm-hmm. shit like that. And he used to always sit in the same booth in the back. And, like, sometimes when I miss him or whatever, like, I don't eat Denny's anymore. But, like, sometimes when you I just miss him, there. like, I'll just go to Denny's. And then I'm like, oh, I'm looking for someone. And I'll just, like, walk to the back and sit there and, like, just Aww. look at it for a second. And then I'm like, Because it's oh. good memories. It was good yeah, fun. Yeah, like to sit yeah. at a certain booth or whatever. I have pictures yeah. of you, actually, that I came across. I'm, I'm not going to show like, you. like, don't put those but on the internet. Yeah, the thing is, when you dyed your hair blonde, Back in the day, when Angel, you remember? I don't remember that. Yes, <laughs> no, no comment well, on that. Apparently, there is photographic there's photographs. There's photographs. I have my pictures. <laughs> oh, but man. again, it's just very proud of you, David. You've done great work here for Salinas. You've captured some great history moments here in our community, which we're all very thankful that you've brought that to light to us and mm. the rest of the world. Basically, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. No, and that's my goal. I want to continue to kind of focus on these issues. Mm-hmm until there are no longer issues mm-hmm. i want any person um no matter who you are to just be able to find your oatmeal lot you know yeah. your, your oat latte yeah and kind of find that thing that you're like this this makes me happy mm-hmm. and not have not have any fear of deportation not have any fear of getting kicked out of your house not have any fear of how i'm going to pay for rent no matter what it is i want people to just have that security you know and mm. that's what i'm striving for and basic i know needs. Yeah. yeah 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 you're doing an amazing job sweetie basic needs yeah. <laughs> you're doing an amazing job <laughs> you know what um when we were talking about you highlighting your work i when i lived in los angeles i saw a um an exhibit called who shot rock and roll are you familiar with that no. and it was a it, it was a an exhibit of all of these uh photographers who like shot like the album covers for all these amazing like rock and roll That's bands cool. and like the what the the uh, photographers that would go on on tour with like you know bands and stuff like yeah. that and they capture all the amazing like venues that they had in the backstage mm-hmm. and like you know on the tour bus and like all this stuff and it was like they got interviewed and they showed like uh like the the shot right before and right after like yeah. the real famous one mm-hmm. you know what i mean or they told the story like you know How like oh we weren't like, even yeah yeah we were shooting for the album and we had a totally different concept <laughs> and they showed up fucking drunk and then this happened yeah. and that's and how i got it you yeah. know what i mean that and amazing they, shot happened right, exactly <laughs> like they tell this story or whatever but i can see something like that of like all of your work up somewhere and you sitting up and like panel discussion type thing or whatever you know because oh, you're be, yeah, i see what you mean your, be your cool. work is yeah. so uh political 
politically charged and there's so much um, subject matter, you know what I mean? That yeah. you, you could really dissect, right? And I know that that's what you go for. So mm-hmm. I can see it very much in like a, a panel type discussion yeah. and you, you know what I mean? Talking about what you're trying, the moment you were trying to capture and then also experts talking about this is the yeah. disproportionate realities of X, Y, and fill in the blank Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That like, you I, saying that reminds me of like, reminds or it's giving me like examples of like the Chicano movement back in the 1960s. Yeah. yeah. And I saw a video mm-hmm. about that and you give me that type of vibe that you're, yeah. you're getting all that. And all that, the only way that would be possible if I am able to succeed in on my mission to kind of make people feel comfortable about sharing their stories mm-hmm. and, and connecting the Salinas Californian with the Monterey County community and more yeah. specifically the Salinas community because we are here. Yep. And having people share their stories so we could help them, empower them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, so that's that's my goal. And yeah. if I'm able to do that, then maybe I will get there. Yeah. It's you are. Right. You're gonna get you there. Are. I definitely I'm manifesting see you. that for you yeah. right now. Exactly. Yeah. I keep like, I, like you know me. You've heard our show. Yeah. You've said this. I've said this before. I'm like giving you like my crystals, and I'm like you know giving you good sage vibes right now. Like I'm rubbing the lamps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's moving right. her hands, y'all. You know, wax, wax on, on wax, wax off. <laughs> but the local newspapers should definitely represent the people that they cover, and mm-hmm. that's what and I'm you're doing that. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm you're definitely today. doing that, David. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we love to end our um, episodes with two questions. The first one is, is are you are there any books that you are currently reading or that in the you, future or anything you have on your radar that you want to start reading? Or have read in the past. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or <I'm just> trying. <laughs> something that has um had a profound impact on you, something that you've read that you've had. Maybe um, that your teacher showed you the one that, you know, impacted you so much in in um ss state yeah. you know um two books that i want to read it's it's called lettuce wars Ooh. Um, okay. lettuce wars is a good book that i recommend and the sorrows of mexico who wrote lettuce wars remind me lettuce wars was bruce uh newberger okay yeah. It'd be cool if it was like Alfonso Rodriguez. Yeah, it wasn't, of course. Yeah, no, I'm sure Bruce Newberger is like, you know, a professor at Berkeley teaching a whole bunch of melanated kids about the experience of melanated peoples. But go ahead. No no comment on that. Exactly. But that's a good book for you. That's a good Watch him be like a super down ass guy for the cause or whatever. Right. Never mind. I don't know you. I'm not going to judge you. I take that back. No, I'm going to read your book and then I will judge you. <laughs> Come no, on and, um, the Sars of Mexico is uh, the contribution of seven of Mexico's finest journalists and mm-hmm. the report and the reporting and the bravery and the courage that they had to do in order to cover issues that you guys mm-hmm. in Mexico right now. Is, yeah. 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 And oh, they're yeah. out there. Jorge they were out Ramos, there. man. Yeah. He's like one of my... Personal. He's a G. Yeah, Jorge He's Ramos has been doing it forever. G. I'm sure they take it all the way back to, you know, who else you I I don't know. Just in in you being a journalist and then a fo- you know photojournalism and the way that you speak and carry yourself and the issues that are important to you. I get like Jorge Ramos vibes and also 
minus the untimely demise, like Ruben Salazar vibes. You know what wow, I mean? That's a, like that's, that's, a, that's such a compliment. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> um, shout out Ruben Salazar, and yeah, it was just a anyone who doesn't know, look up that name, Ruben Salazar. We're taking it, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> to the next one, yeah. The other way that we end all of our episodes is by asking our guests to contribute to our regalos y cargas segment. So regalos y cargas is like your pick your peak and your pit or your, your rose, rose and your thorn. thorn. So a highlight or something positive or something that you're grateful for that's happening in your life. And then your carga is something heavy, a yeah. responsibility, maybe something that is not so amazing happening. Um, but yeah. yeah, do you want to get us started or would you like to pass the mic to Frenchie? <laughs> uh, no, I'll get us started. I, okay, good, because I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, my regalos is definitely... My nephew and niece, Aww. you know, like that I don't take many days off. But when I whenever I do go to my mom's house every once in a while, I see my nephew and niece and just being able to teach him how to ride a bike, being able Aww. to just bond with him and look at my phone and teach teach him how to sh put a, an emoji somewhere, or how to play a game. Mm -hmm. That's I think that's my gift. And of course, having a job. The, yeah, of the, course. My yeah. editors. I want to give a shout out to Cheyenne Romero and Eric Woomer. Um, mm. They're wonderful bosses, and it's such a safe environment to just express myself. I, if I want to cover a rally, I get to cover it. They're not like, no, we don't want you to cover that. Mm -hmm. They're really uh, supportive Opened. and open to just letting me express myself, throwing me out there and letting me find that story. Nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and my thorn. And that's why they get such great work yeah. from you. <laughs> yes. Any other bosses listening? <laughs> Listen, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, that's um, and my thorn. That was the thorn. Mm -hmm. What's next? I would say not not taking care of myself. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't been sleeping. I've taken one day off this year, and the year well, you I are hella the... Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, I, I I have Sundays and Mondays off, but. I tend to work on those days too. But yeah, you're because that's when rallies happen. Yeah, yeah. So two days ago, I actually took a day off, and it felt great, and just kind of taking care of myself. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. But I haven't been sleeping well and not drinking a lot enough water. Yeah. So definitely, I I love you guys' videos. The limon. Oh yes, the yeah, lemon water lemon challenge. Lemon water challenge. I like seeing first that thing in the oh, morning. Yeah. When you saw Don't us do even that brush stuff? your teeth. Yeah. You just it really does help. Dude, it cleans you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But it, it also, Literally. like, I noticed myself being more energized as well and mm -hmm. not needing that second cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, we need that to do was that another again. thing. Like, yeah. we need to start yeah. posting stuff yeah, like you that. You guys motivate people because they motivate me to start doing that in the mornings. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. A lot of people would message us about that. Remember? Yes, yeah. Which is got, like, yeah. Should, you know what? And I got a lot of messages too about the t-shirts that I was wearing. So maybe I should do that. Should do and that. then yeah. we're going to be like, and y'all, any brands out there, send me t-shirts. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down with that. I had my Guadis brand t-shirt on one time. Up again. I had my Teatro Campesino t-shirt on another mm -hmm. time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Let's start it up. up. I'm down to do something I'm gonna, like that. Yeah, let's do it. I got to wear an Ariel Mar t-shirt. Now we like, got more. See? see? Mm -hmm. I'm telling y'all. Yeah. Let's see. I'll go next for the um, regalos y cargas. So my regalo has... Always, she's always my regalo, is my Amy Bear. <laughs> she, my daughter, is a handful, y'all. If y'all don't know my kiddo or you haven't seen us out and about, like, 
she's a handful. Yep. And I realized that like if it wasn't for her, I would probably have seasonal depression right now. I'm like, no joke. Like it's hella cold. But it guys, like mm-hmm. it, the weather, it's all dark, all super early, like things like that that are happening mm-hmm. that are like, it's difficult. You know, that's my carga mm-hmm. is that, yeah, I have <laughs> been someone, I have been someone who has struggled with anxiety and depression my entire adult life for the majority of my life. Actually, I was diagnosed in my early teens and um, it's, I have a situational depression mostly. So like when things happen, they get like really out of control. And then I get, sometimes I will get depressed if I'm not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my anxiety is just, it's I everywhere. just have to, yeah, it's just all mm-hmm. that can be all the time brought on by different things. And that is managed and controlled on a daily basis. Right. But like seasonal depression is like a real thing. It's a and thing. like, yeah. yeah, right now that like it gets really dark, super early. Mm-hmm. It's super cold outside. Like there's just stress like in the air from the elections, from work, from the holidays everything. around the corner. Exactly. The mm-hmm. holidays around, around the corner. Like my, I got to get my car worked on. I was like, Oh no, please don't be anything too expensive. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like one of those types of things. So it's like, that was, was my carga and it's heavy on me. And then my regalo is the fact that like I have my daughter mm-hmm. and I have to get my ass up out of bed. Like whether I like it or not, I have to make eggs in the morning because she's like, Oh no, mommy, that wasn't breakfast. Nothing was warm. <laughs> like she legit will say that to me. Like, you know what I mean? I can't give her like a pop tart and a glass of Patrick's milk. I try out that how shit. she like talks sometimes. Like how old is she again? Yeah. Like she's five. He's all, what the fuck? And it'll be like, he loves her though. But like, he's like, I'm like, you want to practice child? That's your practice child. Yes. She talks like, yeah, she legit said that to me. And I was like, baby, you had pan dulce and, and milk. Like that's, that's breakfast, you know, like work, come on, things to do, get in the car, you know, we're going to have lunch in 20 minutes. And she was like, no, mommy, we didn't eat any breakfast. And I was like, what do you mean? Plus you snacked, you had the yogurt. And she was like, none of that was warm. That wasn't bre- none of the- it wasn't breakfast because it wasn't warm. No, man. I can't give her cereal. She's my gift. <laughs> and my gift. <laughs> That's my kiddo. But yeah, I swear, if it wasn't for her right now with like the change of days yeah. and weather and everything like that, I'd stay in bed till 10 o'clock. I feel yeah. like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's my little bit of sunshine. And some days I'm like, oh, go back to sleep. <laughs> 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 it's only 7 30 just like, slowly put the pillow over her like Shh. No. <laughs> sometimes i can sometimes i'll pretend you know like i'll look at my clock and it's like six and i'm like and i'm like mm, you know and she'll, no, like she'll be like oh, okay yeah it's too early yeah. like she'll go back to sleep but yeah if she wakes up anything past 7 20 she's up that's awesome. it i can't we can't pretend no. <laughs> So that's your regalos yep. and your cargas nice. yep. together. Thank you for sharing. Uh, together. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> awesome. Um, little ray of let's, <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's start with my carga. I think I'm a little stressed out right now due to I'm doing the whole, I've, you guys probably heard about the share of bread. Mm-hmm. I'm very stressed out right now because we're trying to organize everything together with the food and you know sorry i'm making faces because i was like damn it i forgot to bring my donation oh, i was like what happened <laughs> was no like, it's okay girl it's still till thanksgiving no i yeah. need them out of my house though <laughs> you can always strip them off yeah. at the house i have jackets and some beanies <laughs> i got you girl no no you're good you're good thank you again so that's another thing and, and i love it we're getting all these people now messaging us and 
it's just work having a job Monday through Friday. It's kind of hard to be on messages and trying to message mm-hmm. people back. And I'm here apologizing. Like, I'm sorry, I can't be on there, but I need to learn to stop apologizing because mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. But they understand. But it, we're a group. So we're all working together. Um, that's just my I know it sounds really petty, but I'm just very like I get stressed over very easily. Um, me regalo. Your girl lost two pounds. Dang. I can see it. Can- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you were talking about going to the gym. I, this at, is like, my this is my second week, my third day going at five thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. I've been eating right. I've been only drink that one day, but other than that, <laughs> I have not been drinking. She only drank that one day, but it was she was forced to because but, but, of her <laughs> obligations to the show and the podcast. Exactly. That's what it was. Exactly. <laughs> no, I've been waking up early. I worked out Monday through Saturday. Sundays are my rest days, but I've been doing cardio on the um what's it called? Um elliptical? Not the elliptical, uh, the fucking sorry, I cuss. Um I run the the treadmill. Treadmill. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I've been doing that. So I've been seeing it like you Going know, like this. you know, I'm like <laughs> running because it's long. It's the accordion, right? I was like, I don't know what. <laughs> um, but is. yeah. So at first, the first week, it felt like I was going through withdrawals. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Like so much stuff was out of my system and. So I started doing the lemon thing again. This Augustus, Dude, huh? Because you couldn't drink. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, but honestly, I see a difference. I feel so more energized. Mm-hmm. I feel like even my mom and my husband are like, "Dude, you're like the old Jackie again. Oh, like you're being it. energetic again." And I know that it's you've lost like actual two pounds because you guys do that thing where like you weigh yourself in the morning yeah. on an empty stomach and like all that stuff. <laughs> I so took a like, shit before. I yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> yeah, I want all my. No, just kidding. It's so funny. But that's you know what? And people, you guys got. If you're gonna work out, do it the right way. Go to the gym, eat healthy, yep. make a lifestyle change. It's hard. Don't take Herbalife or some miracle jumping jack mm-hmm. pill for two weeks and then lose everything you, you have in your gut. Be, and nope. you're like, I lost seven pounds. No, you didn't. You just had a really good limpia. That's all that happened <laughs> no, there. But I'm it's, sorry. No, no. But it's something that I I miss going to the gym because obviously because of covid we couldn't do a lot (laughs) i love like that was my thing i love i used to play soccer i used to play basketball i used to like like you know go to crossfit i used to lift and then crossfit dude i love crossfit i love the gym i love feeling that burn and that's feeling when you're you're sore and you know you did something good Mm -hmm. that's just you want to know what i like i like it when i'm running down the field and like my co-ed softball team (laughs) to like catch uh, you know what i mean a fly ball or something and then i'm sore the next day i'm like hell yeah my team hella appreciates me yeah running on a fucking treadmill i'm like Fuck that bitch. No, dude. But pretend <laughs> you're like dancing too. for hours. No, Estamos bailando, perreando exactly. ahí solas. For no hours. manches, dude. We can do the all fucking night with your banda. Tun, 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 you know, like we got this. But, <laughs> you know, I feel you like this morning I woke up and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, I am not in the mood to work out. But after mm-hmm. that, I felt that burn. And I felt like my arm actually like getting that like pump. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I want to feel bigger yeah. than Patrick's arms, you know? <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> that's just me. She's going to be like the from Matilda. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. The, the I'll be like throwing the, the ball. Yeah, I'll be the cute one, okay? She's going to pick a bat over her head and throw it. Hey, you never know. One of these days, he's going to get me really mad and I might just do it. <laughs> I might just do it. <laughs> but oh, 
that's yeah, that's that's right now my regalo. I'm very proud of myself. Awesome. Yes, that kind of motivation is hard to find. Hell yeah, it I is. haven't gone to a gym in in a good amount of time. So, <laughs> you want to know what my gym is? Hmm. I have a five year old. That's your gym. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice, I gotta nice. pick her up when she's not walking fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, my motivation gotta, is because well, obviously gotta run you guys after know. her when she. Yeah, no, my motivation is I'm gonna be thirty next month. Yeah. Literally mm-hmm. a month from Sunday. Thirty thirty. Yep. So Happy I. Early early thank birthday. you, thank yeah. you, yeah, my Yeah, yeah because he's moving on up. We might not see him for another ten years. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but again, we love to give carrilla. You're it. used to it. it. Like you're you were raised in a Mexican family. You're like what? Exactly. can these tell me like exactly. i'm used to it like, <laughs> yep. yeah parents family they always make fun of us we can handle anything mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone who listens to us out there in podcast land please remember to subscribe to 831 comadres write a review and subscribe review five stars tell us what you want to hear dm us yes. like we want to hear what you guys want to hear on the show Thumbian. we have a ton of really interesting guests that we have lined up for these next two mm-hmm. months and we are very much excited to end this year with a bang so keep on listening to us thanks and- david for being on here again yeah. very much appreciated finally you're here no, <laughs> you know what Worth the wait. Yeah. I'll say very that. worth yes. it. Yes, That's very worth it. That's an it. honor. Muchas gracias. Very blessed to have you. Gracias. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah. And just real quick, we will end this episode with let everybody know where they can find your work, David. Where, like, what's your social media handle? All that good stuff. What? Yeah. Shameless <laughs> self promotion. <laughs> no, no. My Instagram's at visual underscore David. And that's where you could keep track of my, um, my recent projects. Mm-hmm. And if you. Like, we can do what we do with all the support of the people. We're not asking you to subscribe, even though it's only three dollars <laughs> for six months. But just like the Salinas Californian on Facebook, or give them a follow on Instagram. Perfect. Or, you know yeah. that's. And if that's you can pay we... for that Sunday subscription, y'all. I mean, I'm just saying three dollars for six months, and it's helping to pay the homie salary. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. There that's you go. That's what it is. So we will catch you on the next episode of A Three One Comadres, and we's out. Ciao. Adios.